Australia is made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners, and all of our. Do you? What do you think is more likely that O.J. Simpson didn't do it, and it was actually the ghost of uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, or O.J. Simpson did do it, but also he's lizard people? <gasps> I couldn't choose. I'm going with lizard Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald. Lizard Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> lizard. <laughs> Lizard Harvey Oswald. It's like Sophie's choice. I couldn't <laughs> choose. Patreon.com. The sound of bros mating. Anyway. Are we, are we taping? We are recording. Uh, i got to turn off the notifications on my phone. Yeah, yeah. i got to yeah, turn off yeah, the notifications. You gotta. You I gotta, gotta. I gotta. What happens if I mute the sound from my computer while we're recording this? Does that... I don't want to screw it up like when I try to look up that song on YouTube and I... Fucked up the whole recording. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust. Oh, we'll just leave it. We'll yeah, leave it. it will just. It will be a sign that you're popular. Yes, but yeah. how are you doing? I am doing all right, except for the fact that I have a loose tooth. My so it's it's gotten worse. The fake tooth, yeah. Yeah, the coke tooth. The the coke tooth. <laughs> <laughs> There's an Easter egg there for anyone who's just joined us. You're going to have to go back and listen to that episode to understand that reference. Just call us the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Podcasts. Uh, uh, yeah, my tooth got loose, the, the fake tooth. You had one, and we, we just briefly... I, I feel it's necessary to talk about this. So you had a tooth, it's a molar, so it's not like a, mm-hmm. it's not like a chopping tooth, it's a crunching tooth. Yeah. And you had it... It was damaged, and you yeah, had it, it removed. Da- it was removed, and also it wasn't da- only damaged; it was a baby tooth. So when it what? dances, yeah, I told you this. That's when right, you did. Had, you yeah. did. But it wasn't. A, it wasn't an adult tooth. No, but you so, didn't have another adult tooth. No, it's it's done. It's under there. That's why it's loose. Mm, no, because um, uh, it's uh, it's not in the same position. Yeah. The, the, okay. The, 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 the tooth that never replaced the baby tooth never came up, so it's just been down there. No, but maybe that's why it's loose, is that maybe it finally mm. is coming up and it's pushing the, the fake tooth out. It doesn't feel like it's moving. It's, uh, I can feel it, you know, uh, it has a bump in the inside of my mouth. Oh, so it's growing in a different direction. Yeah. Okay. And um, They're like star-crossed lovers. Mm-hmm. They're growing apart. Yeah, I feel like it's more like a stillborn tooth. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like that nurse in South Park that had the dead fetus yeah, attached to her head. Like yeah, something like that. Yeah. But one thing that I, I find fascinating, you were saying to me yesterday, because I didn't realize I knew you had the tooth taken out, but I didn't realize you had had a fake one put in. A fake one put in, and it. You told me yesterday that they. Model same. it off yeah. the same tooth they took out to the color. Even. Yeah, to the color. So you don't get like a perfect tooth. You get a fake tooth that is made to look as uh, well 
As aged. As aged and yellowish as the rest of my teeth. As the tooth they removed. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, but that, that makes sense because if uh, they would put uh, like a shiny white tooth there... It would just stick it out. Will, it will make the other tooth look worse. And you know, it, if it's a new guy on the block, you don't want them to feel like uh, left it'd be. Out. It'd be like the, the that tooth would be like the new guy in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah. like he's walking down the line, and everyone's like, "Hey, hey, sweetie, hey, sweetie, folks." <laughs> Someone masturbating and throwing cum in his face, <laughs> like a silent little lamb. <laughs> yeah, that tooth would be Clarice Starling. Oh God. Yeah, the tooth is they're only there to uh, interview my my real the, my biggest mall. Hannibal Cavity. Yeah, Hannibal Cavity. <laughs> thank you. And uh, and you you were saying yesterday it's loose. Yeah, it's loose. And I called the dentist today and I said, hey, you know that tooth you gave me is loose. And they said, oh, well, that's not good. Come tomorrow. And I'm glad because I'm leaving the country on Friday. Yeah. I want to take... The, uh, I would... Well, of course, if I had to pick between a dentist in uh, in Germany and China, I will pick Germany for some reason. China will be cheaper. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to do anything complicated in China. Why not? Because I'm going to be in awe of you being you, you, basically you, on another planet anyway. It, 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 I think it is. I yeah. mean, it's the future. It's the future. If anyone has seen any future movie in the last 10 years, they're mm-hmm. all set in an Asia-esque universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is that? You're because a nerd. Ch- China is going to win. Uh, uh, it's like in that uh, sci-fi series by Josh Wheaton, Firefly. Yeah. Takes place in a universe... Uh, inhabited by the future humanity and uh, the only languages spoken are English and Chinese and even the characters they kind of uh, they have Chinese slang and they swear in Chinese so really yeah in in Firefly in Firefly yeah oh like oh will you get me that shouting to spaceship right now wow because they even had this, they predicted this even back in the days of like Blade Runner, mm-hmm. way before Ryan Gosling Runner, yeah. um, bird mouth runner. Um, bird mouth. <laughs> he's got a bird mouth. Mm-hmm. He's got a little tiny little, I mean, he's, he's beautiful, but his lips are like a beak. Yeah, he's a tiny, he has a tiny mouth. A tiny mouth. He's got yeah. a real tiny mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that I've, I've, I've likened his mouth to my asshole in my stand-up. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. much better than bird mouth. Yeah, no. I've just said that, like, <laughs> that, like uh, me, when it comes to bottoming, yeah. is, is, is just, like, someone trying... You know when you're trying to feed a no, friend a some of your food? Uh-huh. You, 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 you've seen the, the, the YouTube video of uh, him, uh, Ryan Gosling doesn't want to eat his cereal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's how my butthole is when it comes to bottoming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your butthole doesn't want to eat cereal. No, it doesn't. No. People, people, my butthole is like the equivalent to an abandoned roller rink in a country town. People yeah. drive past it and say, people used to come here. 
That's a good one. <laughs> Your mother and I met here. We used to go round and round are until you, it was red try, raw. Trying this one out for the first time? Or? No, it's, it's, it's recycled. It's, a re- uh, it's, it's mine. It's mine. Yeah, I am sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. It's, it's something I added to my show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I did the final of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, congrats. I wouldn't date me either. Congrats. I did the final show of I wouldn't date me either. Congratulations. In in a, in a land like a, a microcosm, in the microcosm of Iceland, the shelf life of a show when you're foreign is six. Um, yeah. So that was the sixth time I did it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think that was that was enough. Mm-hmm. But I I think I think I've worked out what I have to do from here. Make more shows. They have to be new. Yeah, you have to make new stuff. Yeah, I, and I think I think that's something unique to being a foreign comedian in Iceland. You don't have to. You, no, not necessarily. Well, I'm actually leaving for Berlin and I'm gonna do um, try to do stand up for every night over there. there. Yeah. But still, it's just because I'm, uh, whenever I go there, I meet the, the the comedians from the comedy scene there, and it's uh, in regards to them, I feel kind of. Uh, I feel kind of stupid doing old material because they heard it, but the audience, of course, hasn't. But that's what we all go through. Yes, I know, but I've been there like three times. I was there last time, like first time I did stand-up there was four years ago. Yeah. Or something like that, and then... And then I have a bit, I'm a bit insecure coming back there and doing the same jokes as four years ago. But I think I'm being pretty harsh on myself because I am also using more recent jokes, and I am actually writing. I'm writing a lot of new stuff and new, telling new stuff, but I just I don't seem to notice. I don't seem I don't, I don't feel like. Well, I'm I mean, it. you're putting out a new comic every fucking day on the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun. It's gonna be great. I was thinking of changing my name on my show, Who Let the Dogs Out, into Hooligan Dachshund. For the purposes of Germans? Uh, no. For the purpose of it, actually, because Who Let the, well, who let the Dogs On was yeah. it. Uh, 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 just in retrospect, I find it weird. Yeah. But Hooligan Dachshund is, of course, weirder. But it's a better title for a stand-up show. And it is is—it is one of those things, like, it's, it's an age-old kind of thing of when you're doing a comedy show to try and find a title that has your name in it somewhere. Yeah, like, like- I, I get envious of, there's two comedians in Australia. One of them is Will Anderson, mm. uh, who's very famous, and he has done Kill Will. Mm. He's done Final Will and Testimony. Mm-hmm. He's Like, it is, it is a name that... Lends itself. Another yeah. one is uh, Rose Callahan. Yeah. A yeah. rose by any other name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you take this rose? Uh-huh. She did a whole thing about The Bachelor. Like, it just, you know, imagine if your name was like Bartholomew, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, actually, I feel like uh, yeah, Hannibal Burris, he did a similar thing as I'm thinking of with Hooligan Dachshund. He did yeah. a, a special called Cannibal Furnace. <gasps> Cannibal Furnace. Of course, his name has Bal in it, so he could be Hannibala. <laughs> Hannibala. Show. Show. What, what other, what other, like, Hooligan? It's, it's not something, I mean... Uh, it doesn't lend the itself. The Hooligan is the Hooligan. joke. 
uh, people just started calling me hooligan when I was in States once, uh, and I loved that. Yeah, like, hey, hooligan, you want some of these fries? Hooligan, because they could, they just didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, first time I introduced myself, somebody said hooligan, and I said, yeah, yeah, sure, call me hooligan. So the next time I introduced myself to someone, I said, hey, I'm hooligan. My name is hooligan. And they get hooligan, we better watch out for this one. Which actually three people said in different You're the long lost brother of Rebel Wilson. <laughs> yeah, hooligan. <laughs> hooligan Dagson. <laughs> and I'm not even a dog person. So that might be, uh, be a lead in into the thing I'm working on with the dogs. Dogs hund? Yeah, dogs hund is a, yeah. It's a dax, well it's a dachshun. Yeah. That's the... Dachshund. hund. Dachs hund. <laughs> the sausage dog. Yeah, it's a sausage dog. Yeah, sure. In English, it's a dash hound. Yeah. Yeah, that actually would be a great start. They're on my whole contemplation about uh, what are dogs. They're retarded wolves. They're retarded wolves. I learned this from you. Yeah, how did they... uh, Yeah, they're like wolf abominations, you know. They're wolves that weren't meant to be. God did not intend dogs They're to like, happen. What was? It's what a was, one thing, one animal on earth, and dog didn't create. What was that famous book? Is it? Uh, it's not Lord of the Flies. It's um, in oh. and and in. <gasps> dog is God backwards. Dog is Antichrist. It's the one thing God didn't create. <gasps> there is something there. What about chicken? Chicken. Nah, shit. No, no, that's, that's nonsense back. But we created them. Yes, we did. We did. They didn't exist until like 150 years ago. There were ago. no wild chickens ever? No. How about wild chickens? We, we, we as, a, as a species took different species of wild birds mm-hmm. and bred them together until we got the chicken. Till we got this flightless fat mm-hmm. bird yeah. that lays lots of eggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. And also the cow doesn't really make sense with the whole huge udders. Uh, and why? Sorry. I because why ma- doesn't that make sense? Because you've seen the udders on a like, uh, farm cow. They're huge. Yeah. Have you seen a cow run? It's ridiculous. And you feel sorry for them. Because it would just flop yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's like... Well, they're presumably... One of those uh, Jerry Springer... Uh, <laughs> Quadruple D tests. <laughs> We're planning on getting another, another adding another D. Trying, trying to run after the bus, and you're f- afraid if they fall, they're either gonna bounce back or burst. Yeah, I've seen videos of people who have like m- the biggest balls in the world. Oh, that sounds painful. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I I don't I don't personally have the most sensitive testicles. Like, <laughs> I, I love our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't. I have personally, it. as a gay man, I can tell you, I don't have the most sensitive <laughs> testicles in the world. I know I can withstand more than most. Mm. Um, I like in porn. Mm. Uh, I've I've seen like the sucking of the balls, mm. like really like aggressive sucking of mm. the balls. I mm. don't. I find that painful. So you probably have sensi testes. I have sensi testes. Or sensi balls. Sensi balls. Let's be sensible here. Let's be sensible. <laughs> you have sensi balls. 
I yeah, I I do not have sensor balls. <laughs> I have uh, I've been in a relationship with someone who had such incredible sensor balls mm-hmm. that we had a Vespa, and he always had to be the driver. All right, because he couldn't sit on the back because it hurt his balls. That's that's, that's very sensor balls. That's very sensor balls of him yeah. and you. He could. It him. was sensible of me to just <laughs> just be the passenger. You know, <laughs> you know, just living my my Roman holiday fantasy. Were there ever wild sheep, though? I don't know. Do you think there were? Ever, I feel like, like the goat would have come before the sheep. There is one story mm. about Iceland, mm. uh, which uh, yeah, I don't think it's an urban myth. It's I think it's something that actually happened because you know we just let our sheep roam free. You do, yeah. They just walk all over the country during uh, non-winter. and uh, Which lasts for three months of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two seasons. Winter and, and non-winter. non-winter. Winter and kind of winter. Winter and almost winter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, winter it, and winter is coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Winter and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, we, we do uh, let them roam around and then we just uh, go, then we go up into the mountains my cousin Ört and my cousin Thrandur just did this because that's their, that's their, uh, it's kind of, you know, when you're, uh, it's almost like... When you're, a jet, in, in, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I'm struggling and uh, finding English words, you just fill in with musical, yeah. Yeah. musical uh, quotes one of the because only ones you are the gay one. And that's one of the only ones I know. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know many other musicals. I, yeah, yeah, you don't do I'm that. bad at it. Yes. But you were saying they go to the mountains because... Yeah, because it's, it's almost an initiation uh, thing for uh, them, although they are closing in on 40. But, uh, but uh, you know, all the men go up there and they find the sheep and they drink, uh, have, have a, all have a flasks of uh, strong liquor and then mm. they sing old rhymes. And then they bring the sheep down into uh, the valleys and then they divide them uh, into different uh, fences. Uh, and work out who has yeah. which sheep. Yeah. You have this in Australia. Yeah. No, we don't. No, New no. Zealand. That's the other one. I'm sorry. Do they do that? Oh, yeah. They, well, they have a lot of sheep in... Uh, but I don't think they they're as loosey goosey about their sheep. I think I saw Rietir, which is the th- name for the whole fence dividing system. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. However, point was there is a story about sheep that were never found because they went uh, too far into the highlands. They went rogue. They went rogue. They found, and there was apparently like a valley that's basically just a hole in the ground. Hmm. So some sheep actually just found their way down that valley, but didn't find their way up. Mm. And, and those sheep never, were never found for like decades. So they just lived there alone without any human contact. And they bred with and each they other? they bred with each other yeah. and they mutated. <gasps> they had kind of longer legs and were more aggressive. And whenever I tell the story or hear the story, I get chills. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone take pictures? No, I haven't. I like. I kind of don't even want to see the pictures. It's it's super creepy. It's like that. Uh, it's like the reverse of what we did to dogs. Yeah, maybe. So we maybe we, a domesticated the animal. Sheep were like. 
just some crazy tall legged aggressive child biters because you know like I've told you about feral cats in Australia yeah and remember when I told you about them we were with a friend who flat I mean we were all drunk at the time but our friend flat out denied that this was even a possibility and I had to pull up Wikipedia and show so just wild cats no like so in Australia we have an issue it's called feral animals yeah so when a domesticated animal then just ends up in the wilderness. Like the feral kid in Mad Max 2. Yeah. Um, they, so you just, like, they will, because certain animals are able to breed with each other. Yeah. So you could get a dog, so a feral basically means it doesn't have a home anymore, and it's usually, like, the next generation after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and have so, those in Iceland. So, like, these sheep, like, so if a domesticated like cat... Goes and it's there's this there's a, a theory actually about how environment changes the DNA or or like the genetic makeup or the the physical attributes of the animal so it's better suited to its environment. So like if a cat doesn't have a home, lives in the bush, then breeds with another cat who has gone through the same thing, their offspring will be bigger. Yeah, and will be more aggressive and will be a better hunter and yeah. will be like it's an adaptation thing uh-huh. and and like I find that fascinating it's super fascinating and, and actually we've got a, a bit of a problem in Australia that no one talks about it never makes it to the media where so we we have a native dog mm. the dingo yeah which is a wild dog mm-hmm. which is in some ways the perfect predator Yeah, well, especially when it comes to babies. Yeah, they're great at eating babies. Mm -hmm. They're so great at eating babies, they can even frame the mother of the baby. They're so great at eating babies that fake bands within the Buffy, the Vampire Slayer universe, name Name themselves after them eating a baby. But, I mean, do you know the story of, of Azaria Chamberlain? Yeah, I, yeah, I read this. I, I read this just once when I was Wikipedia. Meryl Streep played her. Buffy and, uh, yeah. But as uh, uh, the Meryl baby Streep played her, yes, really? with a with the most faultless Australian accent from an American I have ever does. heard. Yeah. Uh, it's called I think I don't know what it's called it because they release movies with different names. Mm-hmm. So in Australia it was called Evil Angels. Yeah, but I don't know what it was called in the rest of the world. But she played Lindy Chamberlain, mm-hmm. who was it, it was the seventies. Mm-hmm. She was the wife of a preacher. Yeah. Um, they went to Ayers Rock, the right. big rock in the middle of Australia. Uh-huh. Um, one, they, she left her baby in the tent for 10 minutes, went back, and the tent had been ransacked, and the baby was gone. And she saw a dingo. And that's where a dingo ate my baby. Because mm-hmm. the police thought she killed it. Yeah. And she went to jail. And she, was it proven that she was innocent, or was it the evidence? Like 15 years later. Really? Yeah, so she went to prison. She went to prison pregnant. She was already pregnant with another baby. Her life was destroyed. Years later, after serving a certain amount of time in prison, someone found the jacket that the baby was wearing at the time covered in dingo saliva. And then she was cleared, but it destroyed her Maybe life. Maybe the baby just took its jacket off while it was making out with the <laughs> 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 I'll the saliva. I don't know. But we like, have... I have to take this jacket off. Just gonna, it's, it's getting wet. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> um, but but the, the big uh, problem we have in Australia, especially in my home state, 
in the bush there is that dingoes are so smart. What they tend to do, and I remember, like, I lived in a country town. Mm-hmm. I had two Labradors, and the second we got to town, they were almost at the age where they were about to have their first period. Everyone in the town told us, you've got to get your dogs desexed straight away. Right. And we're like, why? And they said, if you ever want them to, if you want to, because we lived on the edge of town right near the bush. And everyone said, your dogs will disappear if you don't get them desexed. And I was like, what, are people going to steal them? No, dingoes will. Because what they do is they come into the edge of town. And I remember one, oh, no, I'll tell you that story in a second. (laughs) Uh, It sends chills down my spine. Um, But what they tend to do is the dingoes will come into town if they come, they're, they're pack animals mm-hmm. and they make no noise. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't, they don't woof, they don't howl, they don't, they're silent mm-hmm. predators. Yeah. Uh, what they tend to do is they will come close to town and when it comes to other dogs, yeah. if it's a female, they will bring the female into their uh, pack, yeah. breed with her, then when she's had the kids... And she's old enough, they'll kill her. Wow. Because she's not one of them. And then they have a dog that is a blend of domestic dog and dingo. If it's a male dog, they'll kill it straight away. Jesus. But they will adopt a female who can breed, breed with, and soldiers have done this throughout history. All right, yeah. In, in like, in, in certain wars between countries, like, thousands of years ago did this. You know, breed with the enemy's um, women, mm-hmm. and then you'll have an ally. But so now we have this problem in Australia where you've got, like, a dog that is half dingo, half German shepherd. And a dingo is not a big dog. But imagine having all of the strengths of a silent predator with the size and the bite of a German Shepherd. Wow. Super Predator. Yeah. I've seen one. Yeah, I saw one yesterday uh, in the new Predator movie. A dingo? They had a smaller oh. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> basically, it's basically the plot of the new Predator movie, actually. Because it's... They're trying to create... They create the perfect soldier. Yeah. Perfect hunter. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I remember one night, because our dogs, when we lived in the country, were at nighttime, like they were out during the day, but at nighttime, because there's so many, you know, snakes and spiders and, you know, all those kind of things. And, you know, we loved our dogs. They came in at night. Mm-hmm. And I rem- remember one night I let them out for their final, you know, you let your dog out, go, go pee and whatever. And then we're going to go to bed because they're habitual creatures. Um, and th- we had these two girl Labradors. And they just went in the backyard and we were across the fence from us was just bush. Like yeah. we were on the edge of town mm-hmm. and, uh, they were just barking everywhere, mm. everywhere. I was like, what are they barking at? Maybe there's some cows I can't see, but the cows were really friendly. They would usually come up and mm-hmm. they'd lick each other. Yeah. And I had no idea what was going on. And I, they were like barking, you know, to my left, to my right, straight ahead of me. Like then like a car on the other side of the house drove by and the headlights of the car flickered into our backyard. 16 sets of eyes were looking back at me. Yeah. 
Like you're a fast counter. <laughs> no, I mean it was the, like I, you know, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like you, you know, the reflection of an animal's eyes mm-hmm. yeah. when light goes on it. So they were invisible, yeah. and then the light just—you could put this in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like the light just went across, and it was like eyes, 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 and and like I'm standing in the middle of the backyard, and I went. Inside. <laughs> oh God! Wow! That's super scary. And they're small dogs, but in a pack they could take down a cow. Yeah, yeah. They're like coyotes, like they and they're they're severe pack animals. Talking about the uh, Australian animals, we were almost gonna watch a movie together. We were. We're going to do it. Yeah. Well, when we have the time. Uh, well, I was even thinking, like, while we're on our trips, maybe we could watch it separately. We could. And then, re- although I think it would be funnier if we watched it together. Yeah, yeah. But this is a seminal masterpiece, and I actually would encourage anyone who's listening to this podcast to find this movie. Razorback. Razorback. <laughs> okay, let me, let me read, it, read the back. Uh, it's a movie I wanted to see for a long time. It's a classic Australian film. Let me read the synopsis yeah. for you. The astonishing debut feature from Russell Mulcahy. From Highlander and The Shadow. I'm putting on the Australian Mm -hmm. accent for it. Razorback is a ferociously entertaining, adrenaline-pumping thriller that proudly counts Steven Spielberg and Quentin Tarantino among its self-confessed fans. Presented here in a new 4K transfer and boasting stunning cinematography from Oscar winner Dean Selma of Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Remember that eight-hour film? Mm -hmm. Um, At... Taught script by horror veteran Everett DeRoche. Don't know him. I don't know her. Um, atmospheric music by Ivor Davis, Ice House, and special effects by Bog McCarran. Somewhere deep in the Australian outback, there's an indestructible creature that can rip a man in half and destroy a homestead in seconds. Homestead is like a country property. Yeah, I, would, yeah, I figured. 900 pounds of tusk. Don't know why they use pounds. We're metric over there. Um, <laughs> and muscle, hell-bent on terrorizing the small, isolated community of Gamala. Yeah? Oh, it sounds beautiful. <laughs> a town as violent and primitive as the beast that threatens it. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of like Tremors. It's it and it's so it's about it's about a pig, a wild pig. Yeah, a wild pig. Yeah, that uh, destroys everything, and yeah, it was a classic. I remember it on the old. Have you seen it? No, I never seen it. I was so, so when I found it here, on this special Blu Ray, I thought I am going to watch this, and then I remembered you suggesting that we should have once in a while a movie night episode where we watch a movie yeah. and then we talk about it. Yeah. And I've never seen Razorback. Yeah, it's perfect. It's Australia. It came out in the 70s, right? It's the 80s movie. 80s. I'm pretty sure it's 80s. Copyright 1980 something. Mm. It'll be on IMDb. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but... Uh, it was, it was, a, it was like, I think it was like our answer to Jaws. Yeah. Which I think is ridiculous. Because there is more chance of a great white shark 
Yeah. Being off the coast of Australia than Point Pleasant. Yeah, but, uh, you know... Was it Point Pleasant? O- o- I'd... Osploitation movies yeah. uh, were generally low budget and there's nothing more expensive than filming on water. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But uh, you guys have some good creature features. Rogue, I like as well. <gasps> that was a great movie. Yeah, about the Which, giant alligator. Uh, I, I or think, crocodile. I think crocodile. I told you I have a, a connection to um, the lead actress in that movie. Uh, what's her name again? Rada Mitchell. Yeah, Rada Mitchell. Of yeah, Silent Hill. Yeah, and she was also in uh, Doomsday. Doomsday, and she's a she's a bit player a lot. Yeah, she uh, also, I think she was in a sci-fi series or something. Probably. Farscape or whatever it's called. Was she? No, she wasn't in Farscape. In, uh, in, uh, something I'm mixing up with Farscape then. Farscape was largely Australian actors. Mm, it was might shot. be... Might be confusing her with another Australian actor. Probably, she's she's like our Laura Linney. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, um, she she had a personal assistant who uh, later destroyed my marriage. Um, all right. Don't don't don't. It is all connected. Yeah, I should. There is no such thing as coincidence. No, I shouldn't have said that, but I don't care. It's been that. Uh, that should be the like tagline for our podcast. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, but I don't care. <laughs> Actually, on that note, I'm Australian, and I'm Icelandic, and together we are Australia. Australia. Australia, it's a really good podcast, Australia. You gotta get in it, Australia. You gotta listen to it. Maybe there's some fisting. I don't know what that was. It was it's a, almost Super Mario. Yeah, something. I don't know. It was, uh, most of the time when we go into the theme song, uh, I get to kind of decide a second before we go. Yeah, yeah. This time I didn't decide at no, all. No, you just, just went. I just... What are these sounds coming you from? You went my with mouth? it. It was yeah. like Anna Nicole Smith presenting an award at the at the at the VH one. Yeah, I, I don't get that reference, but I appreciate you don't, it. Oh, do you do remember when she was like, Thank you, James Brown? He's an icon. You don't remember? No, well I Maybe he's gonna produce my album. I missed that particular chapter of pop culture history, but wasn't she on drugs or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's when she did that over the head clap and said, "Cause he's freaking genius." God. <laughs> it's like uh, Courtney Love saying, "I'm not on drugs." In uh, the uh, I think it was the Pamela Anderson roast. <clears throat> I don't remember. They got her to do it. She was there, one of the roasters, and uh, they were all. Well, when they roasted uh, Courtney Love, they, of course, went to her drug habit and, and saying that she's drunk right now. She's high right now. Mm. She kept saying, I'm not. <laughs> and kept interrupting people. Stop wasting our drugs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Courtney Love always makes me think of there's one line from Will and Grace. Yeah. And that's um, there's an episode where Will and Grace have a habit, and I love this because it's something I would do, yeah. where they spend weekends going to open houses of celebrities pretending they might buy them yeah. and taking pictures. 
and I can't remember the celebrity, but they're in someone's bathroom and they're like, oh, do you think Courtney Love peed in here? And Grace says, I think she at least peed around the toilet. <laughs> Wasn't she, I mean, she was uh, pretty classy at the time once when she was doing uh, the, um, when she was an, she was suddenly like an, a respected actress. During the People versus Larry Flint. Yeah, and also uh, Man, well, Milos Forman. Man on the Moon. Milos Forman apparently liked her very much. Yeah, yeah. I, she was a great actress. Yeah. She was. I Did mean, she, she just... Do you think she killed Kurt? No. You don't? No, I, I mean... Do, uh, you, do you not believe the handwriting analysis of the suicide note... Where half of it matches her writing. I think... Uh, I, here's the thing with all conspiracy theories. I don't p- believe people are smart enough to get away with a uh, lot of uh, the conspiracy theories that are out there. And I think... Did she... I mean, if if uh, would a documentarian or an internet for, forum know better than the police... But the handwriting analysis was done by police. Yeah? Yeah. According to... Uh, YouTube. The, the, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. That's also, that's also, uh, that's the kind of the, the, the uh, dead end of our co- uh, yeah, yeah, conversation. Yeah. It's just like, but, but jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk, not 9-11, but let's talk about conspiracy theories because mm. we have had a history and I love these conversations because mm. you uh, generally mm. oppose conspiracy theories. Bill Gett loves I them. I think most of them are, well, they're fun. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun. And I, I distinctly remember that. a conversation where we had... Where you said to me, you said to, no, you said to Bilga, and I was, because I, I used to love listening to the two of you. She lives in, mm-hmm. in Edinburgh now, God rest her soul. Um, <laughs> no, she's doing great. Um, but uh, where you had said to her, name me one that turned out to be true. Yeah, and that was the syphilis one. Yes. Yeah. And I, I chimed, I was like, well, actually. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite conspiracy theories. Yeah. Which is the fact that the US government, knowingly infected soldiers with syphilis, instructed them to have sex with women south of the border, and then they secretly studied them for the next, I don't know, 30 years to see what... A lot of the stuff we know about syphilis comes Mm -hmm. from that study. Yeah. And the Obama administration apologized for it Mm -hmm. during his first term, and it was a conspiracy theory because all these women had syphilis... And they were like, I think the U.S. government did it. And they eventually went, yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. And there are a lot of those. Project Blue Book. I think there are a lot of those. But that w- that's also kind of, in retrospect, one of the more believable ones, kind of. The Manhattan Project. But uh, also, I only I didn't know that it was a conspiracy theory. Millie Vanilli. I, I, knew it as, <laughs> I knew it as a fact. And then later I found out, oh, so it was a conspiracy theory. Before it was that. proven yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there must be a lot of those. And I think th- think those happen all the time, but then there are those that you go, oh yeah, it sounds of like a fun. It would be so fun if that was true, but I can't see like a comic book supervillain would mm-hmm. pull that off, but not real people because real people are chaos. And there, there's conspiracy theories that you know. Even I think I have an open mind, and I I would love some of them to be true. I want the lizard people. I yeah. Mean, 
if they would just come out and tell us they're here, then I would actually forgive a lot of governments. Like, oh, so you're a lizard people. Oh, I get it. Well, I get it. So it's it. cultural yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. You're not evil. <laughs> Trump is a lizard person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It makes sense. And actually, the farce all makes sense now. Yeah. That would that would be the only explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For how this all happened, rather than the fact that we are just fucked as people and looking for a scapegoat to compartmentalize chaos. And a part of me really wants 9-11 to be an inside job because that's so X-Files. It's so X-Files. But it's how many people had you did you have to bribe and make sure didn't say anything for the rest of their life I don't think that happen. Uh, but, okay here's here's my take on that yeah now I I I think I I would say I'm a more of a scully yeah than a Mulder yeah when in most situations when it comes to 9-11 I'm more of a scully than a Mulder uh-huh. however one of the benefits of being a scully is that I am often very science based mm-hmm. and every like a consortium of structural engineers. Yeah. Like, not one, many, mm-hmm. investigated and said that would not happen. And where did you hear that? In depositions. What depositions? I will find official them. And so, yeah, it was official depositions. Yeah. There were news stories about it. Like, I think it was like three or four years ago where, like, a whole European consortium of, of people said this. Has it, they didn't say it was a controlled demolition, mm-hmm. but they said it is more likely from everything that happened that it was a controlled demolition than it was um, from an airplane, because they're, they're, one of the big things was the way it fell, and yeah. also the fact that it wasn't two buildings that fell; it was five. Yeah, like and and not all of the buildings were directly connected. It, there, there was a lot of kind of like oh. why. Why would you do that? Why would you control the, uh, the destruction of the buildings? And here's, here's where I find my own brain as a, someone who's generally science-based. Because there, I watch... The, you've seen Zeitgeist. No, I, I, I hate the voice. Yeah, it is. It's a bad narrator. They yeah. should have picked someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, it's just... <sighs> It's just the fact that when people, when, yeah, there's something in my brain that goes off when there comes a documentary that's saying, you are being lied to. And I go, how do I know you're not lying to me? You have Mm. no proof. Well, I mean, I think that's where we're different. We kind of go the same route, but through a different answer. You're like, how do I know you're not lying to me? When someone says you're being lied to, Mm -hmm. my response is, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah, I know all the time. That's also it. That's, on a daily that's basis. That's why I don't watch. What's the, new? That's why I don't watch side guys. For also for the same reason, I don't watch like Food Inc. or uh, every documentary about how everything is going to hell. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I know. And like, yeah, a, we're living an hour in... and a half of my life being reminded of that is not gonna stop it. No. Well, probably, I mean, uh, but it's, it's just in my cynical uh, self. I'm hoping that it does actually inspire a lot of people to do something. Well, I mean, it, it also, one of the big things about the whole Zeitgeist movie, and which, by the way, is, you know, 
it's done very well for a very amateur production. Yeah. Um, but it is, in a lot of ways, quite well researched. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, saw, I saw like a part of it. And remember, because the first, the, I mean, the movie suggesting that the uh, politicians shouldn't do politics, I was like, testify! Yeah, yeah, yeah. preach, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Had, let's have scientists. Scientists should do politics. I was yeah. like, exactly. Yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. That's so. I like that. Yeah. So but I think I think part of me is is if suddenly. Uh, it was revealed, damning information that is unquestionable that 9-11 was an inside job. Mm-hmm. I would not be shocked. I would be kind of shocked, but I would also go and I would I would be so excited. I would be like, oh, it would be, it would be, God. it would be the our generation's equivalent of the day the earth stood still. Yeah. That is when we all went, this is a lie. Everything genera- is a lie. I mean, uh, as in the sci-fi movie then? No, but just like our our generation, because nothing like this is people have been lied to before. I mean, just just I but mean, the look day at the Earth stood still as a sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but what? I mean, it would make everyone stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because our generation's version of the day the Earth stood still starred the, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer Connelly. Oh yeah, with those oh, gorgeous eyebrows. I was very uh, disappointed because that they had a. Great chance of the, because it's it's a it can be so uh, topical it can be so relevant because the, the the original one really was yeah so when they remade it they 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 missed it how because I watched it like a month ago uh, because I guess because they added the whole action apocalypse factor. When the thing that made the original really eerie and made you, made you kind of think was the whole uh, just turning off all the power on Earth. Mm. They didn't have uh, billions of nanobots eating everything up because that kind of, I kind of uh, that was not the point. Yeah, okay. we will take away your power. That's what the threat was. In the original, yeah. the power just stopped. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, it was so silent. And the earth stood still. Yeah, okay. It doesn't really stand still if you have a bunch of nanobots destroying everything. if I were an alien race and I wanted to wipe out the earth and I had patience. Yeah. uh, Because obviously I can travel intergalactic speeds. So you've got patience. You can probably live forever. Uh Um, That's what I would do. I would just cut all modes of power because... But you'd have to wait like 10 years. It's super simple and elegant and uh, I just love the... Have you seen Into the Forest? Uh, Into the Forest. Very indie film. It was good. I I watched it with Frenchie reluctantly because every movie he ever picks usually has French people um, not talking a lot and being depressed. Yeah. So he was like, I want to watch this. And it has Ellen Page and Evan Rachel Wood. Mm Mm-hmm. And they play sisters and they live in a, a country cabin with their father. And suddenly one day all the power goes out. Yeah. And there's no explanation. That, and it's the whole movie is just about how they deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what happens to society. Right, right. Yeah. But what happens, and that's the thing, is what happens to society when power is lost and you're so far away that you don't have a way of knowing what's going on. Yeah. And I think that's what would happen here in Iceland. Yeah? 
we're so far away from everything. We'd have no way. And Icelanders are so weird and impatient. There would be riots within 24 hours. I'm not so sure about that. We really? Have, we have Theta Red Dust. I mean, we are... Uh... I, think, I think that would be the test... Mm-hmm. Of Fetharadast, which is for anyone who's just tuning in, is the Icelandic way I mean, of saying. I remember a time when there was no television on Thursdays and in the whole That's month right. of July. What? Yeah. I knew there was no television on Thursdays, and everyone says that that's when everyone up and it was up until the late eighties. Yeah, and that's when everyone's like everyone was conceived on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> because there was no TV. Yeah. yeah. And that was so that people who worked in TV could have a day off, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to have some whining millennials and some whining uh, but you wouldn't. Rich, rich people. But uh, if we lose power, we, we, I think, uh, I mean, we will survive. You think? Just, I, think we're not, I think most people will. The rich will. The rich will how? Because they have more... They'll have generators. They'll have uh, the ability to buy fuel. They'll have... But the rest of the country is... uh, But also, if you don't have power, here's the thing that no one ever thinks about. You don't have power. What do you think makes an ATM work? Yeah, well... How do you access your bank? Here's what's going to happen. We are survivors. So, here's what we'll do. We will. We uh, lived on We will soup. kill the rich people because okay. we already have the resentment towards them. We do. They have destroyed the, the, the country a couple of times. Yeah. More, They're about to do it yeah, again. They do it secretly all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. There have been like collapses. Lizard of, people yeah. are everywhere. In yeah, Iceland. and lizard. Uh, they have a lot of iron in them, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's going to be and they're actually very tender. So it's very, it's going to be very nice to eat all those bankers and those people. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll attack them and then we will uh, divide the generators uh, depending on how many babies you have, which uh, will be hard because there are a lot. Everyone has been. And, and, then, and then how do you divide it here? Because everyone's got a baby from someone else. Like, yeah. you know, anyone your age generally has four babies from six different mothers. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, however yeah. that works. That, well, that's actually, yeah, that's. That there is actually a character in uh, the Norse mythology, yeah. Heimdall, who uh, yeah. played. Do you know Heimdall has nine mothers? Right. And they never explain it in the, no. old, the old texts. So that, uh, what you, whatever you said is nothing compared no. to Heimdall. No, So I guess they, they, uh, they, uh, he was born in parts. I love his name. Heimdall literally sounds like dial home. Heimdall, whoa. And he's the bridge, he's the one that operates the Bifrost. Yeah. Yeah. Bifrost. He, he helps. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying this for the benefit of non-Icelandic speakers, the Bifrost. I'm just saying it for the benefit also of them. Just like, you know, you know Kate Blanchett was Hella yeah, instead of Hekla. Yeah, that's all of all the names in the Thor movies, how much I love them. And whenever I talk about the Thor mm. movies, I talk about Thor as Thor because to my... In my mind, uh, Marvel Thor is Thor, yep. but the, the Snorra Edda Thor is Thor. Yeah. So it's Thor, yep. Loki. Uh, Odin. Odin. Not Odin. pronunciation. Odin. Odin. Yeah. yeah. Heimdallur. Heimdallur. Uh, Hekla. Hel. It's Hel. Just Hel. Hel. Not Hela, which is uh, also uh, Loki's, uh, Loki's daughter. Oh. 
he has many children. Uh, one of them is also the wolf from Ragnarök, uh, Thor Ragnarök, uh, and also what's one the of wolf's them is, name? Uh, Fenris, Fenris Ulver. What they call it in the movie? Fenris. Fenris. Yeah. Just this. Uh, the, just uh, yeah. They they try their best to uh, well. They say Bifrost, which I find Bifrost. Bifrost. And there is a university named after that. Yes, the university Bifrost. Valhalla is Valhöll. Yep. Um, uh, Asgard is Ausgardur. Ausgardur, yeah. Jötunheimar, Nibbleimar, Múspelsheimur, Svartálfheimur. Um, Nýðavellir. That's what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> Nýðavellir. I loved that. In Infinity War, we're going to Nýðavellir. 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 But just because they were uh, like subtitles, sub- like is... uh, like he's saying neither. And 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 for anyone who's into Marvel, like they're uh, in the whole Norse mythology, there's nine realms. Yeah, and Nidavellir is one of them, and that's where. Oh uh, my god! If you haven't seen Infinity War, you deserve to have this spoiled for you. Uh, it's it's not a huge spoiler anyway. No, but that's where what's her face dies. Uh, you don't have to tell uh, anyone who dies there. Well, we, okay, fine. <laughs> it's a place in Infinity War. Okay. And it's a place in Snorrada. Nidavellir is the realm where dwarves live. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they live inside the mountains, just like in... Uh, that's where uh, Tolkien got his idea of dwarves from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they make weapons, and they make everything. They are, they are builders. He made the... the uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Made the hammer. He made the hammer. Uh, and the and the gauntlet, the gauntlet, uh, but uh, the uh, big so metal fist. In, in Marvel, it's a kind of just a, a huge factory surrounding a dying star. Yeah, which is beautiful, but in the in the, the stories, it's just a, it's just just a a planet. No, no, it's a place. It's a place, yeah. just like in uh, Middle uh, Middle Earth. Yeah. Middle Earth uh, is... Which is uh, Midgard. Yeah, Middle Earth is uh, Tolkien's way of saying Midgard, which is uh, Midgard, which is Earth. Mm. Uh, but I love just seeing when uh, when we saw Nidavellir. Mm. When I saw it um, uh, on the screen in Infinity War and just sat there in Icelandic, except for the... They, they didn't have the letter. They didn't yeah. have the D right because it's the D. Yeah. Uh, and they said, Nida Vettler. I was just, this is beautiful. This is the biggest, this is the biggest movie on the planet right now. And they're just, they actually just put that word there. They kept it in. They didn't even change it because it's it's so silly. Mm. I could imagine for anyone reading a Thor comic, uh, Heimdall, yeah. be, by fra- it's just... Nonsense word, but mm. they actually they are Icelandic words, and they re- the writers researched it. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, well, uh, they didn't do a lot of research because when Stan Lee and Jack Kirby were doing the original Thor comics, there was no Google, so they had to make a trip to the library every time. So they probably went like, Loki is Thor's brother, right? Yeah, I think so. He's not. He's not. No. He's a ste- he's a ha- a stepbrother. He's a he's a no. He's like a blood brother of Odin. Yeah. So it's like Thor's uncle, really. Yeah, okay. Uh, and also, uh, the funniest thing is the fact that Loki is the son of Laufey. Laufey. Yeah, because in the original text, uh, he is the son of his mother. He is so progressive, Loki, that he is not the son of his father. Like, for example, when uh, 
There's a, a lot of people you can see this on Facebook because uh, Biden, when they don't have a good relationship with their dad, yeah, they go. I have. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm Olufsen. Yeah. If I if I was pissed off at my dad, I would be called. I would change my name into Hulagur Ingibjargarson. Yeah. Your mother is Ingibjörg. Yes. Oh. And. Uh, uh, so, uh, so logic Which, is so, so, like, for people who don't know Icelandic, you always can tell yeah. when you meet an Icelandic friend, if you've lived here a while, and their last name is a woman's name followed by son, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you don't like your dad. Yeah. And, <laughs> in a lot of cases, but in, also in a lot of cases, they're just being feminist. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, but, or, like, or, I, I know... Or, or don't know that. I know dad. a friend who was, like, I said that to him, like, mm-hmm. his last name was Reginusson. Mm-hmm. Like his mother was Regina. Yeah. And I went, oh, what's, what's the, the <laughs> you could straight away go, what's the what, story? What happened? Why did, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but so in the first Thor movie where we see uh, Loki's father, Laufi. Yeah. And you just watch, you see the subtitles and it's, ah, uh, Loewe. So this is Loewe, which is a girl's name. Yeah. Uh, and his his father's name is Fárbauti, and Fárbauti is also in the Thor comics. But then there it's a woman. Mm. So reading those comics and seeing those movies as an Icelander is a fun experience. Yeah, because they got it wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, you can rewrite religion because that's what I'm already doing in my musical about mm. Norse mythology. I'm fucking everything up. Have I ever told you some of the creation stories that we learn in Australia from the Aboriginal? No, please tell me. Yeah, okay, so we have the... It's called the dream time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the, yeah. the indigenous people call, like... about this. The dream time is the creation of the landscape, basically. Yeah. And one of my favorite stories is... So there's two, actually. Um, one is the rainbow serpent mm-hmm. and Tidalik, the frog. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And so the rainbow serpent is the one that basically carved out the landscape. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was the first, I, I'm probably getting this wrong, but, uh, from when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. the rainbow serpent was the first being. Yeah. And it was a, a, a snake that was rainbow. Yeah. And it created all the landscape. So every mountain was carved by this snake mm-hmm. going through the earth. Cool. Cool. Um, Tidlick yeah. was a greedy frog. And it drank up all the water and created, and it was, I think it's the, the reason for the desert. Yeah. So this frog was just so greedy. It drank all the water and then, oh, I can't remember the end of it, but it, something happened and it exploded. Like it threw yeah. up and it caused all the lakes and the, like the, the water just went up in the air and then landed. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember cause the, the. Uh, education of the dream time was not great because it was all taught to us by white people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, who had to remind you uh, once <coughs> every other time. Like, by the way, this is not true. This is bullshit. No, no, it was more, it was more, uh, and here's the thing, when you grew up in the 80s and 90s in Australia, it was more like a, here's what the native people believed and then it was always truncated by, and here's what we did to them. Um so yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. your your memory is kind of like oh. <laughs> yeah, like oh wow, we we were awful, um, but uh, I, I'd love to see something done. I remember it's so funny just this story. 
Uh, I remember one time I was working with uh, uh, teenagers with autism mm. in, a, in a high school. And uh, so I, I just uh, accompanied them to class and I was accompanying this one girl to class and uh, the teacher was teaching about the Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. And she was telling the, the teenagers there how, uh, you know, about all the gods, about how the rainbow bridge, it's Bivrust uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the Heimdall was born of nine mothers and... Also, while because you were talking about the creation of the world, there, it was created from a giant named Ymir, mm-hmm. who uh, Odin and his brothers, I believe, Vile and Vie, Odin, Vile and Vie, they, I guess, I think they killed the giant. Yes. Uh, but at least they um, they built uh, the world out of the giant's corpse. Mm-hmm. So they made like uh, earth from his flesh and uh, ocean from the blood and uh, mountains from his bones and and trees from his hair and 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 clouds from his brains. Oh wow! Uh, and uh, I remember this one girl, not the one with autism. Mm. Uh, normal girl, if you will, mm. sa- uh, interrupting the teacher and saying. Uh, do you actually uh, expect us to believe this? Oh my God! And I found my I found myself looking, uh, witnessing the teacher explaining to the teenager who was almost an adult mm. that uh, these are myths, just like the uh, Christian myths that you learned before when you didn't ask that question. Yeah. So I was just wow. There are some really, really stupid people. It was just a revelation. Like, yeah. Wow, this is just, this is a girl. She was like cute. So, so she had that handicap uh, where nobody has told her she's <laughs> stupid because she's cute. Uh, and I was like, wow, there must be so many people because she's not going to like, she is, this is uh, just a preview of mm. what's to come. Mm-hmm. This girl. She's probably in politics now. Yeah, she's probably in politics. Yeah. She probably has a huge, high-paying job. Yep. Yep. And she's still going, <laughs> I remember that teacher trying to convince me that the world was made out of a giant. Mm. God. Well, I was reading some uh, historical no historical. That's a wrong word. Hysterical. His no his no historic uh, uh, findings. Uh, God was a woman for most of human civilization yeah. until recently. Until money, I believe. Yeah, and Ariana Grande reminded of the, us of yeah. that recently. I had forgotten about it until Ariana Grande. Yeah, God is a woman. Yep. God was always a woman. Yeah, that's what Pete Davidson was thinking every night. <laughs> Oh wow! He have you seen his uh, the no you haven't yet. I haven't watched SNL in. Uh, he a few he weeks. had a great joke about it because in the first episode back everyone was talking about what they did for summer mm-hmm. and he went on the weekend update mm-hmm. and uh, they were I asking love him. Weekend update segments. They asked him about his. They're like you know what's it like and he said. He said, do you remember that time when everyone in New York pretended this kid was Spider-Man because he had cancer and he was going to die? Yeah. (laughs) He said, it feels like that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. 
<laughs> I know exactly where he's coming from. Oh, yeah. I've had that with Frenchie. Yeah? Oh, he's so much hotter than I am. Yeah. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> He's gorgeous. I mean, we pick hotter. We are funnies. Funniest pick hotter. Well, he picked me. Well, yeah. Well, up above. I mean, I, I, we never pick. I didn't have an we option. Do I just, we don't do the picking. No, no. They come to us. The hotter pick us. The hotter pick us for some reason. Hot, the hotties pick the funnies. The hotties pick the funnies. So anyone out there who's like, I'm not hot enough, just be funny. Yeah, just be funny. Just and be if you're funny. Not funny uh, well, funny or smart. I'm all out I of think. ideas. Smart, yeah, smart. Smart. Is, hotties I, pick in, smarties in, as well. I think smart and funny is the same thing. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, but that's that's. But hot is hot. Hot is, and he's hot. <laughs> he is hot, right? Yeah. He's a hottie. Yeah. He's like got that uh, the I call it the clothes hanger syndrome, where yeah. it's not really a syndrome. It's just like every I, he can just buy anything online. Yeah. And, and it, it will fits. arrive, and it fits, and it looks amazing, and yeah. he looks like fashion. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've had I've I've bought clothes online, and it never arrives. works. It doesn't work like, for the rest of us. This is Shit. Yep, and he's got that petite French frame, and he has that you know mixed heritage, beautiful like flawless skin. Mm. You know, he he he. he it, I left him at home like an hour ago. He hadn't showered. Yeah, he hadn't showered. He smelled better. His hair is everywhere, yeah. and he just looks like he walked out of a Vogue shoot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. I left him, he was sitting on the couch in a, a stained t-shirt in his underwear. <laughs> and, yeah, it, and he looks better than I could ever hope to be yeah. with all the help in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he was like doing uh, uh, unemployed chic. Yeah. <laughs> Derelict. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's, I, I think you, you always know when you're in an industry like ours, when you're the funny person who's not conventionally hot because your friends who were also in the same circle will remind you like, Oh, you fucking lucked out. Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know this cause your friends will say, don't fuck this one up. Yeah. 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 I, I, that's a great compliment when you get that. Mm. When you, when people tell you that uh, your spouse is, is hotter, hotter than you than could you ever and, hope to be, and, and are actually, uh, it's also because it's almost an insult, but it's my favorite insult. Yeah. It's like, how? Why? Why is he with you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I know, right? <laughs> Why is it? I had a friend. I don't know. I had. I'm not gonna talk about it because I don't want to jinx it. I had a friend once when I first started dating Frenchie. Yeah. Say to me like three times in the space of an hour, "Do you love each other?" <laughs> <laughs> and at the, after the third time, I said, "What are you getting at?" And this friend was like, I just... And I finished their sentence. I said, you want to know why he's with me? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Mm. Yeah, you're a, you're a... It was basically like, you're a, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know, I know. But I count my lucky stars. Wait, he, you were called a piece of shit? They didn't say it in those words. No. But no, they okay. were like, you know, he could do better than you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, if they go, if they, you know, it's enough if they go. What? How did? How did? How did you uh, land that? Yeah, that's enough. And 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 if they're gonna go on and try to analyze it, then it's gonna just kind of 
just insult you further and then you're like like saying she could do better or he could do better that's going like no let's not go there I don't want a picture that she finding someone (laughs) (laughs) don't 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 tell him don't Don't tell him him. he could but please don't tell him (laughs) (laughs) especially especially when like I mean I've been working on a bit about this about when when we first met and I was the breadwinner Like, I made more money. Yeah. And then he was... I joke about it, but I think there's an element. Like, I made jokes about how I made more money. Yeah. And then he got himself three pay rises in six months. Yeah. And now he earns much more than I do. Yeah. With the exception of September to March. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's comedy in Iceland. Yeah. That's when you make your money. Um, but, you know, during most of the year, he makes more money than I do now. And that was probably one time when I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> He'd be fine on his own. <laughs> I better up my funny. He could afford our rent without me. <laughs> when we first met, I had to pay for the winter tires on the car. Now he asks me if I'm okay for money. Yeah. That's why you have to kind of just, uh, you know, put them down once in a while. Yeah, you just got to chip away at their self-esteem. yeah. yeah. Just so that they real they they, they they you lull them into this false state where they don't believe they could do better than you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's true love. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on that note, peace out, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.